With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Football Prizes sponsors Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. Football Prizes gives you the chance to win the very best prizes the beautiful game has to offer. This is your chance to win a Borna Barisic signed and framed Rangers shirt for just £3.95. Plus 10 additional chances of landing an instant win prize with every ticket purchased. Use code CLUBAT22 for 10% off your ticket. Go to footballprizes.co.uk or click the link in the description for this podcast to get your tickets. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live again tonight to bring you some reaction to Rangers 2, PSV2, an emotional roller coaster at Ibrox, but would you expect anything different? I am Scott Carney and joining me for the second week in a row we've done this mate is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you mate? Yeah, it's walking down the road here, Carney. It's a difficult one to take because you've taken the lead and you've... um, Obviously lost a, two poor goals tonight, but um, the tie is still evenly balanced. So it's, to me, it's a shoot-off next week. They've, they've described it, the two managers, as a final next week, and that's what it is, a winner-takes-all final. So we're still in it. We are still in it, mate. We are still in it. I think we'll come on to reasons why we may be feeling a wee bit disappointed uh, with some aspects of it and pretty good about other aspects of it, I suppose. Um, but it is it's, the tie is still alive and that's the kind of the biggest thing going into next week. For those watching us tonight and not listening back to it, I'm sorry I'm wearing a hat. I'm not trying to be like Scotia. I just can't take my hat off because I've been wearing it the whole time I've been at the game and my hair looks ridiculous. So yes, my vanity out of the way. Um, we will get into the game now. I think there's going to be a lot of mixed reaction to this, mate. I'm not going to lie. I think there's going to be people that are more than content with what they've seen. I think there's people that are going to be pretty upset with what they've seen. And I suppose that's just the wonderful life of being a Rangers fan. But for me, um, there was definitely a lot of positives to take out the game uh, and two massive glaring negatives that Rangers 
complete inability to defend a corner has ended up costing us a wee bit tonight. Um, but in saying that, we are up a we were up against a a rather good opposition. I think they're they're quite a good team um, for sure. But overall, over ninety minutes, it might have might have been a fair result. Anyway, um, starting eleven tonight was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Davis, Lundstrom, Tillman, Lawrence, Kent, and Cholak. Any real shocks in the starting eleven, Ali? Um, not really to be honest I mean I would have played Davies over Sands if I had the choice but he's obviously not 100% there yet Davies and he likes Sands at centre half we've seen it in um, most games this season obviously he was uh, I think he had a knock last week against uh, St Johnston that's why he didn't play so uh, nah there was no support and Davies coming in you and Scotia I think both said you would have brought Davies in so, so not really to be honest there was nothing that really shocked me in there Nah, me neither. Um, I think maybe only Alfredo, um, I think. But, I mean, again, Trolax slapped me in the face with that again tonight because I thought he was he was particularly good and got us a, got us a goal. So, no, no real great shocks in it. Um, I suppose we're always going to resort back to is, how long is it going to take this Davies to get fat, mate? <laughs> it's like, uh, come on. Uh, but, again, Sands played particularly well tonight, I thought. Into the into the the first half, mate, and uh, we we we're probably going to disagree in quite a lot, um, which is good for a podcast. No, it's not it's not a lie, mate. But I, I thought Rangers were rather good in the first half. Maybe good, maybe a bit strong, but I thought we were the better team. I really did, especially the first half an hour. As soon as we sat down, I turned around and said to my dad, "I said this team are going to have a lot of the ball tonight," and it didn't really um, transpire that way. I thought we dominated the ball more than they did. And I thought there was a few times we were unlucky where the ball wouldn't fall for us just in the right place. And uh, But I was more than pleased um, in the first half hour, mate, of how things were going. What was your thoughts? Yeah, well, the first thing I didn't like was um, they won the coin toss and switched the half straight away. So we were I shooting into, the, we were shooting into Copeland in the first half. And I was when I seen that, I was like, no. Nah. Because I don't like that. That's just a superstitious thing where we always shoot into the broom in the first half. And... <laughs> But fair play, and they've won that, and they've seen that's what we do, so it's, it's their right to do that. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought we were good the first half. I wouldn't say we dominated the whole of the first half, if I'm being honest. I thought we did have a lot of the ball. Um, there was a 10 minute spell just before they scored where I thought we were really good and we were going up the gears, um, and we were unlucky. I thought we could have capitalized at that point, and then they came in. I thought they had a 10 minute spell. And then they obviously scored, but obviously Rangers responded really well and finished it the half really strong. And the half probably came at the wrong time for us, to be honest, because we were building momentum at that point. So overall, in the first half, I would say Rangers were the better team. Um, but I wouldn't say they were the better team by a mile in the first half. I thought they were 60-40 Rangers, I would say. I, I thought PSV were in it. I thought they had spells where they were in it. They were decent, but over the piece of the first half, yeah, we were probably just just shaded it to be honest. Yeah, I would I would definitely think I, I, they're a good team, mate, and I think it's quite easy to forget that you're not playing against Kilmarnock. <laughs> this is a European team, mate. They're a good side. They are a good side, and I know we sometimes overpraise opposition, but um, 
we did our best to try and nullify them as much as we could. John Lundstrom followed Fearman about that pitch like a shadow, um, especially in the first half. I, I, he just kind of nullified him completely. Tav got caught out a few times by their gigantic winger down their, down their left, down our right. They get big players. Yeah, then I did that as soon as they lined up, mate. I was like, they're a sizable team. And I quite like the look of their, and again, please, um, please uh, accept my... Um, Absolute ignorance here. The number six that was playing for them is well in the kind of middle of the park. I thought he looked really good, some really neat touches. But I, I, as I say, I think we were more than holding our own. Generally, I do. I think we were more than holding our own, and um, it was good to see. I thought even I thought players like Barish did really well. I thought Sands did really well. Other people that you'd maybe expect to be there. I've seen somebody in the comments saying that about the kind of whipping boy, etc. Um, that's kind of what it would. Have what it would have been and I thought there were I thought everybody really in the first half was was good good I couldn't have put out a negative player but uh, yeah, of course mate we lose the, the we lose the um the first goal from a corner uh, and spoiler alert we lose the second goal from a corner but this one mate it's a bit unlucky look these things can happen in football mate I do get that but how many times mate are we going to say Rangers just kind of defend a corner yeah, <clears throat> with the warnings, warning sign just before they had a few corners just before that one. And Tillman and that swiped one, it one, that's right. Aye. Yeah, swiped at it and luckily it fell at McLaughlin's arms. But yeah, they were turning the screw at that point. It'd be on that. That was that spell I was talking about when they had quite a few corners. Um, it's a ball whipped in at the front post. We've got a deal with it. Somebody misses it. A ricochet's coming back. Boy puts it in the back of the net. Our inability to defend set pieces, corner kicks, it's not new. We've seen it all the last season as well. It's um, it's something we need to work on. And I still think we're quite... <clears throat> it's basic defending to me, but we are quite a small team. Um, we don't have a lot of big guys. Obviously, you'll come on to the second goal. That's more about that. But, yeah... Every time, and it, not even PSV, we could be playing against a Livingston, a Kilmarnock, whoever it is. Anyone that has a corner kick or a set piece against us and whips a ball in the hard box, I've got the utter fear that we can't defend it. And this isn't new. This is going back to last season as well. So it's disappointing because if you can't, you'll get punished at this level. But that, to me, is just basic defending. And we've cost ourselves tonight with that. Yes, yeah, we have. I can't disagree with that, mate. It's just it's, it's so frustrating. It really is. And we have moved to zonal defence. Um, that is definitely quite clear to see. I also noticed that PSV was zonal defence as well from corners. And uh, yeah, uh, for me, it, it just doesn't really be seem to, to seem to work. And it's just an easy way to let a team get a, get a goal. And yeah, I kind of took the wind out of sails a wee bit, but I have to give massive praise to the team for the way they responded to it because I thought they responded very, very well, mate. And we actually scored by far the best goal um, of the game. Great work by Tav down the right hand side. Plays good link up play with Lawrence. Lawrence gets Steve Davis. Steve Davis plays that pass that he absolutely loved. Steve Davis love to see Steve Davis play straight on to Tav. Tav gives it to Cholak, and it is an absolutely fantastic finish, mate. And I just thought, wow, that is massive, especially going into half time, mate. I thought that is a huge goal. It lifted Ibrooks, and it just it made PSV, I think, to think about us, and they now realise that we could score, but. Cholak for me, mate, was the standout in that first half. His effort, his 
occupying defenders. He's making making PSV think about uh, making them actually think about the striker and completely made me eat my words uh, in terms of me thinking that we must have played Alfredo uh, and he took his goal so well, mate. Yeah, it was a fantastic goal and to respond as quick as that just before half-time as well. Um, Davis with that slip ball. How many times have you seen Davis play that slip ball there and Tavs there to pull it back and Cholak buries it. It's a great goal. I've seen a lot of really good goals from Rangers in Europe. Um, and that's another one to add to the collection, to be honest. But that's Cholak four and four now, isn't it? It's four and four. Um, yep. So I mean, he's putting a ball in the back of net, Cholak. I mean, we'll come on to him later on, no doubt. But um, it was a fantastic goal by Rangers. And at that point, a ton of the guys beside me were sitting. I went, half time's coming the wrong time for us because the momentum was with us. If it went another five, ten minutes, I think we could have grabbed another goal because. The momentum was with us. PSV were wanting half time at that point, but yeah, they showed balls Rangers to get back in that game and then um, throw it at one each. Because I've seen Rangers teams in the past that would just collapse, to be honest. But this Rangers team don't. They've, they've got a bit of heart about them, and um, it was a fantastic goal. Great goal, yeah, and it made me feel rather much better about things at half time. And I, as I say, I don't think anybody was really under. <clears throat> maybe a seven or eight out of ten in that first half for Rangers. I thought everybody was doing their job exactly how they should have been. And I'd imagine Gio was pretty pleased with how the first half had went. And in the second half, mate, and both have uh, both teams have early chances. Cholak is unlucky from quite a tight angle, first off. And then <clears throat> a bit of a a bit of a collision um, from our two, two defenders um, allows PSV in and he just sticks it by the post, mate. Where we sat in the club deck, mate, I thought it was in. I was like, oh, it was one of the ones you get the feeling in your stomach, just expecting to see the the the, the net the net bulge, mate, but it, it obviously just slipped past the post. From then on in, mate, um, until, we, until we score again, I thought Rangers lost their way in the game. I really do. I don't know whether PSV decided to up their game to put more pressure on us, but we had no control of the ball for a good... 15 minutes or so I just uh, I thought the game was almost passing us by we couldn't get out mate and I don't know whether it was because Lundstrom was just marshalling Veerman and wherever Veerman went he went but Davis couldn't do the job on his own and we were just losing that midfield battle mate I was expecting changes kind of bang on the hour mate because of the way things were going yeah it was disappointing I thought Rangers would come out the second half and have a right good go, and they didn't, to be honest. I was disappointed in that. Um, like you say, they couldn't get out with the ball. There was no out ball. I mean, Barisic was right down where I was. I mean, that's where he was, because we're shooting into Brublin. But I felt for Barisic the second half, because he got the ball down the left-hand side. And there was, <clears throat> there was nobody for him to hit at all. Nobody wanted the ball. Davis just, as good as Davis was in the first half, the second half, he just looked like he'd emptied the tank in the first half. And like you say, Lundstrom was doing two jobs and they overran the midfield. And I, I do think they upped the gear as well, PSV. Um, I thought they bullied us the second half. They had a lot of the ball. Um, the better team by a mile was second half, PSV. But we just looked a bit a bit disjointed. And I agree. I, I would have changed it on the 60-minute mark as well and brought somebody on like a... 
probably Ryan Jack, if you're looking at the bench, to be honest, somebody to just help Lundstrom in there and try and gain a bit of control in that midfield again, because we were losing it. And as quick as we got the ball back at times, we gave it back to them again. It was like a hot potato for us. There was no control or anything, and we just we didn't have an out ball at all. And it was um, it was worrying, to be honest. Yeah, and even when we were, the ball was going out for even a goal kick, mate, we seemed like in a great rush to try and get the ball back in play. Yeah. And it just, instead of just taking a minute to calm down and get a bit of a breather, because we'd been chasing the ball, mate, for, for a, a good period of that second half. And I'm the same, mate. Um, it's not often you'll hear, hear us saying it, especially the way we spoke about Barisic recently, but I did feel sorry for him because the ball just seemed to always end up at him. There's a guy to his right, there's a guy in front ball back to the keeper what is he meant to do in that situation I felt like he he was kind of left isolated at times and I did feel sorry for him there wasn't really a much movement in front of him um, and again I, I just thought we looked leggy like we, we did we looked like uh, the efforts of the first half had maybe maybe kind of taken hold into the second half um, but I was the same I was expecting I was expecting changes Um <sighs> I think we made a few bad decisions in terms of when we were breaking with the ball. I think Tillman was in and out of the game. Again, I don't want to be too critical of him because he's still such a young lad, but he was, he was kind of in and out of the game and the wrong decision was made a couple of times when he maybe I slipped somebody in, etc. But it was there or thereabouts, um, if I'm going to be completely honest. It, it was... It, we were still attempting to get something going. We did eventually get up the pitch, mate, and we got a free kick. And uh, I couldn't believe my eyes when Lawrence was lining up to hit it. I was like, he's going to have a shot. You could tell with the way he hit it, mate. And, I mean, it's a, a bit of a dipping ball, yes. Um, there's not a massive amount of pace on it, but this keeper has an absolute nightmare here. I think he's got about three attempts to try and save it, mate, and he somehow manages to knock it over the line uh, to give us a 2-1 lead in. Yeah, if we're going to be honest, mate, this was against the runner play, especially in the second half. However, I was very happy and I was happy to take it. <laughs> yeah, it was majorly against the runner play. Um, I mean, it's all, it's quite a distance out. Lawrence, he, he hits it down the goalkeeper's throat. It's not as if it's to one of the corners. Yeah. What the goalkeeper's doing is beyond me. The guy turned, the guy was saying, he actually turned me before Lawrence said, well, he's going to score. And I was like, no, not for real. <laughs> and if, I did, if he was going to score, I didn't think he'd be that way. I thought it would be a, a decent attempt by Lawrence, not that, but ah, it's a howler from the keeper. It brought back me memories of when, um, do you remember the fact that, was, I think it was the run to the UEFA Cup final when Kuzan hit a shot against, I think it was Werder Bremen, and the goalkeeper made a howling arse here. And it yeah. fell back in the net. It was a similar type thing. But like you, I was sitting there saying to the boys, I'll take that all day long because it was so against the run of play. Usually that happens to us. If you flip it, usually we'll have all the ball and we get a sucker punch out of nowhere. But we got the wee bit of luck tonight that um, we've been needing for a wee while. But um, aye, it was... <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It was so... Uh, so much against the run of play because we did not deserve that goal. No, we didn't. We definitely didn't. But I say I was taking it all day, all day long, mate. And I thought, <laughs> I, I thought, I do think PSV would look a wee bit rattled after that, and um, for a good five minutes or so till they get their composure back. I thought they looked. I thought they, they did look rattled, and um, we did then make changes, mate. Um, I've already seen. We're just quickly flicking on Twitter and stuff coming back. Ah, uh, difference in opinions about this. Um, he brought on Kamara 
for Tillman and he brought on Scott Wright for um Steve Davis. Davis. Um or the other way about even whatever way whatever way you want to look at it doesn't really make a difference. But not gonna lie, mate, I was shocked to see Scott Wright coming on. Uh, I didn't think it was the right choice. I think Matondo might have been a better option. Um, I did say to use, did they bring on Scott Wright purely because Scott Wright does the job, the exact job that he gets told to do. Uh, and I'm ashamed, mate. I would have, I would have brought on Ryan Jack. You mentioned it earlier, mate. I just thought it was time for a bit of dig. Uh, and I thought Kamara, it just they, they didn't really get involved in the game for the rest of the half. I, I don't think I don't really remember him doing anything that, that I can really remember. No. What about you, mate? The, your opinion on the, the substitutes made? Yeah, I think he was too late with the subs, to be honest. I thought we should have had subs on way before we did them. Um, like I say, the goal probably changed it out of jail, but I would have, I would have changed it. Um, Kamara, I like Kamara, but he's not turned up this season, Kamara. He's, he's down, further down the pecking order, Kamara, now. He wasn't great when he came on Kamara. He looked a bit lost, I thought, at points Kamara in the middle of the part. He was never going to put the foot in the ball and control it. Ryan Jack was a guy you wanted on, or even a, a Scott Arfield or something. Um, on Scott Wright, I, f- I think Scott Wright's going to turn into that wee camp of um, of whipping boys, if you want to say. Sands might fall into that camp as well. I've seen on Twitter, he sort of... Divides opinion, to be honest. I, I, I don't think Sands is a centre-half. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's a centre-half. But um, I'm Sorry, mate, but I don't think you can criticise Sands tonight. I'm not criticising him. I'm just saying I think he'll fall into that because what I've seen in the group chat and the side, there is a, a yeah. couple of guys saying about Sands. I'm not, I thought Sands was fine tonight. I still mm-hmm. don't think he's a centre-half, but mm, I'm just not, saying no. I, think, I think Scott Wright is in that wee camp. There's a couple of guys in that camp that are whipping boys, unfortunately. Um, and he's one of them. Gio likes him, obviously. Mm-hmm. He is an impact player for me, Scott Wright. But again, tonight, wrong decisions for me. He chose all the time. And it's again, it shows, it harks back to what I said the other week, can't it? It's, it's the level he's came from. He's not going yeah. to do what, what we think he's going to do. I, I would have been with you. I would have brought Matondo on. And I'd even even brought maybe Alfie and played him out there because Alfie's played out there before. Just something a bit different. But it's um he wasn't a great Scott right. And what I've seen on Twitter tonight, folk are having a go at him. And a lot of folk are having a go at Sands as well. And I'm not I'm not having a go at Sands at all tonight, but I will say this. I don't think Sands a centre half. I don't think he is. I can see him playing just in front, but I don't think he's a centre half for me. He's yeah, not dominant enough get... for me. In there. He's good with the ball. Yeah, yeah, potentially, mate. Um, I think there's an argument in that, as I say. But tonight, I think if he is playing out of position, then I think he managed himself quite well. Uh, I do. I thought he, he did really well, cut out a few good balls. Um, and, and he, yeah, I, I say I can't really be too critical of him. To be honest, I can't be too critical with much of the team, if I'm going to be roughly honest. Um but we'll, we'll come on to, again, because, um, we're going to come on to their goal. And I think we get cut open by Tav. Uh, Tav got kind of caught out with a ball. It was a kind of reverse pass ball. They split right through. I think, was that at 2-1 or 2 each? Oh, that was at 2 each. 
It was added to each, okay. Well, the one we'll come back. McLaughlin came out and smuggled. McLaughlin made a crack and yeah, saved. Yeah, McLaughlin, so that was it to each. But yeah, their goal, mate, <clears throat> it was about 79 minutes, I think it was. It's just a corner, mate, <laughs> and it's just a header, and it's a goal, and there is no one anywhere near him. I mean, it is the most frustrating thing in the world. And yes, we in the second half, it was probably against the run of play. We got a very easy goal kind of patted in for us by their keeper must have had Lawrence second goal scorer for Rangers on his coupon but <laughs> the our goal mate it's it's criminal man yeah I don't know what else you can say about it schoolboy stuff again to to lose two goals for two corner kicks it's, it's not good enough I can accept if other team score a, a great goal you can hold your hands up and say that was a great goal like our first goal. They'll they'll hold their hands up, PSV our first goal and go, that was a good bit of football that, that team played and they scored. The goals we conceded. No, the second one in particular, it's the boy's gonna have to do them. He's got he's got a run on and heads in the back of the net. And it harps back to what I'm saying. I I don't think we have enough dominant players that are going to win a ball. If you look at our team You've got Goldson, who at times is at fault when these balls come in. The back line with Sands, to me, isn't a guy that's going to be winning headers. That's not his game. He's a ball player for me. Um, Barisic, Tav aren't really. Lundstrom's the only real guy you've got there. Our midfield's small. so And you look to the size of PSV tonight, they were a big team. Big so they've team. probably seen that our, our weakness is, is corner kick set pieces, etc. So... It's something we need to work on, but we said this last year. <laughs> Am I still talking about it? So yes, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he does with it. I, I don't know what he does with it. I, I just think we need a. I, I'm not having a go at Sands at all here, but I just think we need a a dominant defender beside Goldson, and hopefully Davies is that guy. But he's obviously not up to speed. Well, how much longer can we wait, mate? Honestly, it's just, I think it is this zonal thing. Maybe we're just getting used to it. Well, I think there was a lot of fine margins in the game, mate. There was. I think it was quite a quite a tight game. Uh, obviously, as I say, just after that, we did, McLaughlin did really well to keep us in the game because yeah. Tav was all at sea, really, for that ball. Um, got cut in. Uh, McLaughlin did really well to get out, narrow the angle and save it. And... Yeah, two each all overall, mate. It's probably a fair result. Um, I, I'm not going to be too critical of the team because I think in spells Rangers were really good. Uh, but it is it's so it's uh, it's it kind of takes the wind out your sails, mate. When you're conceding two goals like that, I mean, if they if they'd played some unbelievable Dutch football, mate, and scored two crackers, you'd be like, fair enough, that was brilliant. But it's goals that anybody could score against you because of the way we're choosing to defend corners, and it's very frustrating. But I don't know. I don't know the solution. As I say, I've I've got no idea what the solution to that is. I genuinely don't. <clears throat> Are you shocked you didn't see Alfredo Morelos, mate, for at least the last ten minutes? Because I am. Uh, yes, especially when you're. The ideal situation is you want to take a lead away to Eindhoven next week. Taking a draw over there isn't a bad result because the away goals rule isn't there and stuff. So it's not a bad result. In the cold light of day tomorrow, you'll sit back and go, it's not a bad result because it isn't. It's a one-off game next week. It's a show-off. But in an ideal situation, you want to take a lead over there to give you something. Um, I would have brought Morelos on. I would have kept Cholak on, but I would have brought Morelos on too. 
and he didn't bring him on. So, yeah, I think a lot of folk are going, why didn't he bring him on? But obviously, we need to trust the manager. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But, yeah, when when do we play Morelos, though? Because, obviously, He'll Cholak play doesn't... Saturday now. Yeah, Aye. I mean, Cholak doesn't deserve to be dropped, but he needs to look no. at who plays next Wednesday. Saturday's a big game in terms of the league, so you would think he probably needs to play. We'll, we'll need, you need to play some sort of football on Saturday, Morelos, but yeah, I definitely would have played him for the, the last 10 minutes when it went two each. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think I was even calling before they scored, mate. Um, I said to the people next to me, I said, why would you not fling Alfredo Morelos on now? I mean, Cholak had worked his absolute backside off. And he for thrives that. in European football, Morelos, Aye, as well. Is, He's a top unless, scorer in Europe. Yeah. Unless there is a knock or something there, mate. Who yeah. knows? I'm not sure. But yeah, to me, it was bring him on. What's the worst that could happen? Because <laughs> even seeing Alfredo Morelos, that, that defence would have been, oh, not, they wouldn't have fancied it. Do you know what I mean? So, look, again, it's me, you're, you're nitpicking into stuff. Look, I mean, if you'd offered me two each before a ball was kicked tonight, I probably would have took it. Um, it's, it is unfortunate the way we've conceded goals. It's left a wee bit of a, a sour taste in my mouth, but the ties still alive. Um, I think it's a fair result on the night. Um, I think it, it was really good a really good game of football at points tonight as well. Um, I thought both teams played pretty good football at times. Uh, and now we are in for, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we get extra time and penalties next week, mate. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I expect this to be a tough, tough game next week. Could you pick a man of the match for Rangers tonight, mate? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I, like, like you're saying, Nick, I, I, overall, I think it was a fair result tonight. I think they're two very even teams, to be honest, at this present point in the season. There's not much. There's not much between the teams at all. So I agree with you going into the second leg. Yeah, it'll be tough away from home. Nothing shocks me with Rangers. Rangers could go away from home and beat them. That would not shock me with Rangers. Um, but I think I think it will be tight next week. And yeah, extra time is a possibility. But in terms of man the match, I'd give it to Cholak. That's probably the best I've seen Cholak play for Rangers. I thought he um, was a handful up front. Um, the defenders knew they were in a game. He took his goal brilliantly. He was unlucky with a couple of chances, but um, I Cholak for me. And he, again, it's he gives Gio that headache again because he keeps scoring for us. <laughs> and do, do you play him against Hibs from the start again because he doesn't deserve to be dropped? He doesn't look like a guy that needs rested either. Cholak, he looks nah, like he keeps going. To be honest. No, he doesn't, mate. Um, I, I'm going to agree with you, mate. Um, I said it to you as soon as we were leaving Ibrox tonight. I said I troll that for me all day long, even when the the spawn I think the sponsors was uh, Lawrence tonight. Yeah, but for me, it was Trollac. I just thought he was great tonight. I really did. I thought he gave them a torrid time uh, and thoroughly deserved his goal. And as I said, by far the best goal of the game. And yeah, I I, uh, I love the big guy. Generally, I'm I'm getting a right right soft spot for him and uh, it's hard because I want to see Alfredo play but who knows mate Scotia keeps going on about this Alfredo Trollac up front thing maybe we'll see that next week in, uh, in, uh, in Holland uh, but yeah I mean I think PSV will fancy themselves um, out there uh, but I think we could be in for uh, we could be in for another real special night and that is all to play for this is just a one-off game now um, it's just unfortunate that we're going to need to play it away and not at Ibrooks. so Ali yes a bit of a emotional roller coaster. that's probably what tonight has been uh, but thank you very much mate for um, letting me give you a lift home and sitting waiting for me to get home so we could do a podcast 
No problem. Yeah, it's a kind of bittersweet tonight, to be honest. But like you say, the tie's still there. It's still in our hands as well. All we need to do is win next week, which sounds a lot easier saying it like that. But PSV will fancy themselves. The bookies did have them as the favourites before the game to go through. They will be the big favourites to go through now. But from what I've seen of the two teams, very even. We've got... We've got as much a chance as they do as going through next um, next week. So it's down to Rangers to put a performance on. And if they want this Champions League, it's there for them next week. Go out and do it. Yeah, very 50-50. And I'm already not looking forward to it. <laughs> like, we don't have to have I'm, to a bloody, I'm in a bloody plane to Mexico. Sure you are. Sure you are, mate. Sure you are. Uh, sure you are. But I need to sit and put ourselves through that. But yeah, I mean, it is very 50-50. It's still up in the air. It could have been a whole lot worse. Could have been a whole lot better. But I suppose that's football at the end of the day. And we were playing uh, a rather good side. It's just unfortunate that our basic errors have just let us down tonight. It, there, it really is. And I suppose they can still say, the same thing uh, with their keeper deciding that he was going to let his coupon come in but yeah thank you everybody for joining us tonight uh, as I say just a live one didn't announce it but still great to see so many of you tuning in uh, if you are new here uh, please do subscribe to the channel please do like the videos everybody that's not new here will already know that script thank you to all the usuals uh, coming to have a conversation with us it's always good to see your thoughts on the game as well just to make sure me and Ali aren't being overly grumpy uh, but yes we will be back on Friday um, with a club preview ahead of the Hibs game so until then enjoy the rest of your week I'm sure tomorrow Calmer Heads will prevail and we'll be pretty chuffed and still fancy our chances next week we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast and I'll speak to you on Friday cheers everybody Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.